Greetings, Amigops and Top Teners everywhere. This is Mike from Top Ten with Kyle and Mike. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our lovely, beloved co-host, Kyle. Kyle is actually joined by another lovely and beloved person, our dear friend, Sarah. Sarah is here to talk to us about something. She's not here to talk to us about spices. I gotta admit, one of my all-time favorite episodes. Uh, she's here to talk to us about something else entirely. I don't know what the hell it is, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to debate it vigorously. And by the end of this, hopefully sub seven hours episode, we will have a definitive top 10 list. So Kyle, so Sarah, what are we talking about this evening? Thank you, Mike, for that excellent introduction. So very happy to be back with the pod again. It was such an enjoyable experience the first time I figured like, Let's bring up more topics to just vigorously debate, enjoy, and and hopefully not annoy too many people along the way. So <laughs> that was beautifully this, put. Yeah, you're a wordsmith. <laughs> the spices episode got surprisingly litigious, like more than I kind of thought it would. Yeah, we got and and from a broader audience, like it wasn't just yeah. the usual suspects. We got some some people crawling out of the woodwork who were who had a lot of opinions about that. I'm hoping that this topic is equally as controversial. Mm. I I do hope that as well, because I discovered uh, when I was thinking about, okay, what could possibly come after spaces, play into your repertoire of episodes, what could I bring to this table? Yes, again, top 10 Reds baseball players who thought about (laughs) best parts of Cincinnati was definitely considered... (laughs) But I did like the fact that spices were so universally something that people could think about and play into their own lives. Mm -hmm. And that got me on the topic of food. And so I'm thinking about food, thinking about how food is cooked, how food is a part of our lives. And recently I've been doing this thing where I don't eat a lot of red meat, white meat, any meat. And that brings up the standard question that people always ask, where do you get your protein? Gotta love that question. That is Uh, a very common question for the pescatarian, (laughs) vegetarian, vegetarian, vegan vegan squads. It's it's hard uh, without meat. Yeah. For sure. Right. Uh, But surprisingly enough, there are a lot of options out there. That was something I considered doing, but came up with, a topic I think might be even better. So one of those sources of protein that is always coming around, always a big part of my life now, is something not very spicy, but pretty excellent. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. Today. <laughs> I had their off. We're talking about eggs, people. I love eggs. More specifically, the top 10 ways to cook your eggs. Damn, I like this. So, all right. So, right off the bat, I gotta ask: we we must be allowing for some like broader preparation than just fried, boiled, because there's a lot of. We must be allowing for like fried with X, boiled with X, right? So here, here are the things that mm-hmm. we will keep us hopefully on some semblance of a track today. Okay. Because when I sat down. To research this topic, I think I messaged Kyle a couple of times and was like, my mind is like, 
I'm all over the place right now. I, I I'm just I'm just losing it here. It's ambitious. Yeah. That is ambitious. There's so many different ways and then there's that extra added oh, well, you can scramble it with vegetables and you can put it in an omelet and you can make a hash and all of these eggs plus that I like to call them and kind of classify them as that for this pot, I'm going to be knocking out of contention. So we're sticking to standard ways to cook an egg, which actually, by making that clarification, gives us a somewhat limited set that I could find, Mm -hmm. which means I think it's going to be a very tight race in terms of what is best. And I think there will be a lot of shuffling happening with a lot of personal bias and personal preference played into as well. So there's definitely part of this where I want to talk about those egg plus categories because, oh man, there's some good Egg plus category. I really like this term, egg plus. This is this egg is such plus. a good description of this. Yeah, like egg plus. Yeah, I don't I don't want to spoil too much, but um, those will those will be more in our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Will be the egg pluses that are a big part of my life and I love dearly. But for the purposes of this pod to keep it slightly clean, to keep us from a 10-hour podcast, Mm -hmm. I figured we should put some training wheels on this thing. So for that reason, we are talking about 10 top 10 ways to cook an egg where you got your egg, you got some way to cook it, and that's it. Sound like a plan? Interesting. I think there are some cases that are like, the extra, the plus mm-hmm. per se of the egg is so integral to the preparation of the egg that it seems hard to extricate. Yeah. So uh, we'll just we'll have to talk about that when it comes up. We will. We will definitely talk about that, and I'm excited to hear thoughts and opinions on what actually makes something eggs plus. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I dig the hell yeah. out of this. This is a great topic. Yeah. It's great because I feel like eggs more than a lot of foods like they've got incredible like the the utility infielder of not just breakfast but like a lot of different aspects of mealtime so Mm -hmm. like the the ways in which you can prepare them are very are very different and i it's like i feel like the what people's favorite way to prepare an egg is is well spread out like there's not one I don't like with with spices. It's like okay, salt and pepper are going to be the top, like to the point where we just remove them from the list. Whereas I think that people love eggs in so many different ways that there's not an obvious top way to prepare an egg. Yeah. Well, there is, in my opinion. In your opinion. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we shall um, see. That reminded me of something that actually also triggered this pod topic was when you all did the top ten wedding movies. In that, you talk about Runaway Bride. There's this pivotal scene in Runaway Bride where she has to figure out how she likes her eggs. And I remember watching that scene and there's just a plethora of cooked eggs everywhere. And that was the mental image I had when I was writing this list of if Julia Roberts was going through this process, what would it feel like? How do I feel? 
and what decision am I making to come up with my best man? Wait, egg, egg, um, and come to that conclusion. So, yeah, just wanted to share that as well. That is so glorious. Yeah, it's a great image. Yeah, yeah, it's I like I really like picturing you going through this thought process. Yeah, not the image of Julia yes. Roberts. The image of Sarah thinking about that. Sitting in a kitchen yeah. with all the eggs. Right, exactly. I did not actually make all these at once. Now I'm thinking that was a missed opportunity. Yes. It's a lot of cholesterol. Could have been good <laughs> content. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a great video series. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 in the kitchen with Sarah. Mm. Ooh. Hey. Actually. Might be onto something. Huh. Huh. Copyright. Let's bring it to the R&D, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> Thanks, anyway. Kevin. Thanks, yeah, Kevin. Uh, so you want to get into this? Yeah. Do you need um, any more thoughts? My question would be, what is number ten? Yeah, yeah, that's my question too. Okay, number ten. Gonna start it simple. Gonna start it easy. It is the over easy. All right. I <laughs> apologize for the puns. They've been happening a lot recently. You're on a roll. We're just. You're getting old going for it. There's been some outside influences that have been pushing along those puns as well. I was going to say, you've been spending time with someone a lot who really loves the pun. Really love the pun. And eggs, ironically. But, um, over easy eggs. This is a specific way of cooking the egg where it sits on the pan for a little while. Nice medium heat. Gentle crack. Just gotta let it sit. But then you do have to flip yeah. And so there's a cook on both sides. I think this one is easily enjoyed. But my problem with it is if you put it on a sandwich, you're just ending up with goop everywhere. Yes. It, if you split it open with toast, it's goop everywhere. And if you put it on top of something, then like you still have to break through the other side that you cooked to get to the nice yolky center counter, so, the counterpoint is that if you're looking to just mop up an egg with a piece of toast yeah this is the way to go and that's a really enjoyable way to have an egg yeah it's definitely less versatile we we italians refer to that as unging when you sort of mop up the juice with like a piece of bread so this is sunny uh, an over easy egg is great for unging but for sandwiching, not so much. Like my dad, when he makes an egg sandwich, he crack he breaks the yolk as he fries it. And right. a pure over easy egg in an egg sandwich, it's an egg sandwich ruiner. Right. Yeah. But for an unge opportunity, it's excellent. It it's a good again, easy uh uh way to get what you want. But actually cooking this can be difficult at some point. Yes. Yeah. That's like that's the hard part about an over easy. Oh my gosh, so many egg consistency. Um is because you do have to make that flip, but it can't be too high of a heat. Yeah. Because you want to keep the yolk completely runny and you you can't get it too hard on the outside. Yeah. And the flip itself is a difficult maneuver. Oh man. Especially when you're going for an over easy. Yeah. The amount of times that I have ended up, I'm, I'm a big fan of trying to do a single-handed flip. Whoa. Now, the amount of times that I have unfortunately ended up with eggs on my stovetop and on the <laughs> ground. 
It's happened. It has happened. So, <laughs> yeah, over easy. It just felt like because it was right in the middle, but not my favorite. It yeah. came in at number ten. Still good. We'll still get you there if you happen to miss it on your pursuit to some other kind of cook. But not my. It made it, but not top. It's a niche egg. Yeah. Respect. Okay. So then at number nine, and maybe this one came in at number nine just because I got a little excited about it. I don't think I've actually ever cooked an egg this way before. It's a basted egg. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with another type of egg that we will talk about later. Talk oh. to us about what a basted egg is exactly then. A basted egg can be made in a couple of different ways, but what I saw it as was where if you think about how you do the basting of a neat piece or something like that where you're flipping water over it or kind of sitting it in a little water but not a ton Mm -hmm. it's that process and it gets it a little more well done than again this other type of process that I'm not going to talk about yet but it seemed more difficult (laughs) Degree of difficulty high. This high. does sound complicated already. <laughs> yes. The fact that I can't fully explain to you and the yeah. fact that I think like it's not something that a lot of people are like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to baste an egg. And I think sometimes you do get them in restaurants, which is where I was kind of playing into this. And I'm never upset when I get a basted egg in a restaurant. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I got 10 minutes, I'm going to baste an egg. I was going to say, if I'm like at your or Mike's house on a Saturday, and I've spent the night, and I wake up, I'm groggy, and I sit at the counter, and one of you is cooking eggs, and you say, what kind of eggs do you want? I feel like the list of eggs you can say does not include basted. Like, it's not on the quick menu of egg prep. Right. Yeah, this is, you're a a very unpleasant house guest, if this is your request. (laughs) Seems like you're kind of a douche. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have a basted egg with some caviar and a Cuban cigar, please. Please. And do you have any locks? Yes. <laughs> right. So, again, I I recognize the basted because of more restaurant feels. Never upset with the basted when it comes to me, but you're not going to be cooking it at home a ton. So, therefore ended up pretty low on this list. I get that. I think that's a reasonable place to take it. I think this, I'm not sure if this came up during our barbecue pod with Quinn, but I do think like steak is a good example of something that is always better at a restaurant than it is at home. Mm -hmm. And I think it's worth acknowledging that there's a disparity, but it doesn't necessarily bring it up or down. You just have to understand that there's definitely a difference between what you get at home, what you get at a restaurant. Again, I have never cooked it, but I am picturing myself going through this process. I don't even. What is it? What does a basted egg look like? It like turns just, out worse than my over easy. Um, it's kind of hard on the outside, a little soft. So if you think like hard boiled ish, but it's the process of cooking it that's just really different. Gotcha. So you can get to that level of egg by doing a lot of other different things, mm. which again. For the home cook, another reason why. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at pictures now. This is like a restaurant egg. You're totally yeah. right. This is what they yeah. do. This is like a... It looks like a fried egg, but it's it's not. You can tell that it's sort of been boiled. Yeah. It, 
It's just a oh, like blop. Yeah, that's what it is. You're right. Yeah. My dad used to do this all the time. Just a blop. It's a Maltese tradition, I think. I think that's just a gym thing. <laughs> and again, this Kyle and I are looking at pictures here, and it does recall an eggs plus thing that you can do. You can baste eggs basically inside of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I I'm glad that we're not cool. talking too much eggs plus because I would go down a very long, deep, dark rabbit hole of plus things to baste eggs in. Yeah. This is what eggs look like when they've been made in uh shakshuka. I was gonna say Kyle's first instinct has got to be shakshuka. I love shakshuka. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like that's for sure an eggs plus meal. Yeah. And like like I'm not gonna make uh Just basted. Yeah. yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay, well now we know. I dig it. It's yeah. a basted egg. Yeah. Basted egg, baby. When you see that on the menu, you're gonna know. Yep. Alright, so then number seven. This is not number seven. We're gonna go with number eight. Yep. Okay, after good next nine. one. I like it. Yep. That That's kind of how the numbers work sometimes, so I figured... Terpically. I wouldn't mix that up too much. Um, so number eight, it's the sunny side. The sunny side up? Up? The sunny side up. Not to be confused with the over easy. No. You know whose favorite kind of egg a sunny side up is? Who is? Hallie from uh, Parent Trap. That's how she likes her mm. eggs. Wow, that's definitely true. Excellent yep. reference. Thank you. <laughs> I hope <laughs> Lindsay Lohan <laughs> didn't cheat to get into college. We try to keep we try to keep it topical on this podcast, people. <laughs> topical. <laughs> All the culture. All the culture in one. In one. Uh, Sunny setup, good pick. I like that. Yeah. Uh, again, similar to the over easy, but not as difficult because you just put the heat on very low and just let it sit there. It gets the explosion of an egg, or what did you call it in the Italian sense? Where unge. you just have unge, where there is run runneth over, runneth everywhere. Cup overfloweth. Yeah, yeah. with egg juice. Um, but you don't get that, like, sizzled both sides, and you don't have to break through to get to that. Yeah. It's just perfectly presented right there for you. It's an incredibly vulnerable egg. Right. <laughs> it's opening it's a good up. way of putting it's it. It's hard up. It's like when a cat lays on its back, belly up, and, Oof. like, trusts you to just pet him. You know? This is such a wonderful metaphor. I love that. I mean, I'm not a cat guy. Maybe you can confirm. But I feel like that is kind of the level of vulnerability that is afforded to me with the sunny side up egg. I like that. So explain to me. I actually am not sure I've ever made a sunny side up egg. So you don't flip it. It's just no. about keep the heat low and you never flip it. That's where the sunny side it. is Slow up. Slow and low, baby. Yeah. Okay. Sunny side up. Er. Which, is there a sunny side down then? Isn't that technically That's kind of like just a, an over easy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Inconsistent naming. Unless there's a scenario where, because over easy, you do it on the bottom and then you flip it. Mm. Is there a scenario <laughs> where you just put the yolk face down and you never flip it? Because that would be the opposite of the sunny side up. Well, how would you put the yolk down? Because, like, gravity? You're right. That would not work. <laughs> Based on my understanding. I of like it. the idea of it. <laughs> That feels like uh, we would go to like some fancy restaurant and they would deconstruct an egg and do a, like 
you'd order like a gas a gaseous version of a manhattan and yeah. uh sunny side down <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm now trying to really think about like if you just put the yolk in the frying pan and let that cook for a bit and but then somehow like put the, you separate the whites, the whites and, like, on top of the drizzle yolk. the whites atop the egg yolk <laughs> <laughs> to fashion about the sunny side down i don't i don't i, hate, I feel like that just wouldn't add much like that, you'd be trying a little. It's hard, a lot yeah. of effort for. Yeah. That's why it's twenty five fifty in this yeah. deconstructed <laughs> form, not including copy. No, oh, just heartstrings pulled <laughs> tight on that. It's an egg. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, the sunny side up because again, it doesn't live in that in between space that an over easy one does. It's a lot better for just putting it on top of something where you want that runneth over. Um, don't even put it anywhere near a sandwich. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Like a nice sunny side egg on top of like a dish. So a sunny side egg on top of a scramble pasta, anything like that, but yeah. not a scramble, not to be confused with the scramble. But literally cooking an egg and then just ever so gently placing it on top and then poking the yolk. And it just basically forms the juice of what you're eating. I wish you could see Sarah's face and hand movements. She's like seeing this very clearly in her yeah. inner mind's eye and I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I, I think I'm remembering this because <laughs> when I first graduated from college and was in the real world and trying to cook for myself, one of the things that I would do to get fancy, I would have a bowl of chicken and rice and some vegetables. And if uh, I was really feeling myself that day, I would sunny side up an egg. Mm. And again, place it ever so gently on top of this bowl and know that I had elevated my yeah. dinner by just putting an egg on it. It's a it nice really way to proteinify and fancify any dish. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Throw an egg on a burger, fancier. Fancy. Yes. Definitely. Like and more expensive. $7 fancier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's an egg. <laughs> so, like, basically the sunny side up egg does the over easy eggs job better than the over easy egg i feel like yes like yeah. it's it's the the mop up kind of egg yes. without the the hassle of the flip yes. and like you know what i mean yes i can understand why it's a little higher yeah that is that is definitely a part of what bumped it yeah for sure so with that we've hit 8 what's next sarah Oh, I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Can I can I cue it? Can I make a call to the bullpen? I'd be insulted if you would. didn't. Oh, hey, hey, Kevin, can you play us some jams? <laughs> Boom. Oh, Kevin, you're just nailing it every single time. It's amazing. Thanks, Kevster. Thanks for the stank. <laughs> Hit it. Anyway. Not top three, then. Not top three. We are here. Really, so, when it came down to it, I had 12 ways. Not 12. 13. That would make the math correct. 13 <laughs> ways of cooking an egg. And so, these are just the three that really didn't make it in. Okay. This is a but, nice, this is this is an uncommon but lovely merger of the not top three and the honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just, 
You just missed it. I'm not really sure what to do with you. Some of these I'm like, is it that different from another way of cooking an egg? I don't feel like talking about this. It's going in my not top three. It's side segment nirvana. This is great. So I guess I should clarify. There's technically four and one of them's like an actual not top. Okay. We can talk about that one first. And that, it hurts my heart. <laughs> That's a freaking egg whites. Egg whites? <laughs> egg whites, man. Getting rid of the yolk is just a damn shame. Like, I understand there are health reasons. I had my cholesterol checked young as a kid. Like, it is something that runs in the bloodline. You gotta always stay conscious on. But egg whites are so sad. Like, <laughs> the flavor just disappears. There's nothing. It's 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 zero to a hundred and then a hundred to zero. There is no flavor. It's not like it's not like it's a third of the flavor. It's zero percent of yeah. the flavor. And what makes it even worse is now there's just cartons of egg whites that you can get. Yeah. So you're just like swish, liquid swish, egg. Swish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember again getting omelets in the dining hall at college and knowing that you should get egg whites and feeling that like give me a spoon of that just clear liquid but never never wanting to go there pro tip always ask the dining hall lady for three real eggs that's yeah. what i did every yes day. 100%. stay away from the little soupy yep. ladle things i feel like there's no sadder image in food than the little like egg white patty and the subway line oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like sitting out in the open like an already formed egg white patty and it's like a little moist oh. <laughs> and they're like there's stacked five of them right next to the the flatbreads oh this is so the shape is all gross and unnatural yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> I will say that you can get away with the egg white if you're willing to make it an egg plus. Like, if you make yes. an egg white omelet, yeah. you can kind of save it. It's obviously yeah. not going to be as good as your regular omelet. Right. But, like, by itself, if we're talking egg yeah. with no pluses, the egg white is uh, a, a real bummer. It's miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's the true not top three. <laughs> Imagine a peacock that was just all brown. Like yeah, like like take away the best thing about a thing and just leave the rest. Imagine a peacock that couldn't fly. You gotta, what does he say? Oh, peacock! You gotta let me fly. Yeah, that's egg whites. Egg whites. <laughs> Quote from egg whites. <laughs> Trying for greatness, failing miserably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that again is the real, real one, and then the other three that again they just felt like there were better faster easier ways to get to the same sort of end result um one was steamed yeah steamed is in there steamed Steamed, like a steamed egg so kind of like you put a little water down and then you put a lid over oh i've heard about this like steams itself it felt very similar to basted. Yeah. I think people do like, that in a microwave. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Um, it felt very similar to that. I was like, I don't really know what to do with this. Never have I ever steamed an egg or gone to a restaurant and said, I would like a steamed egg, please. Like, yeah. 
There's so many other ways that you can cook an egg, clearly. I'm sure it's fine, but you're right. Like, why bother? Why? Yeah. Like, why even bother? So, yeah. yeah, that definitely took a hit. Um, Didn't make it. And then the other one is kind of a, like, two, but one. It seemed like one, but two. It's baked or shirred? Sheared? S-H-I-R-R-E-D. Don't even know the pronunciation of this. But it's kind of like you put an egg in a dish and then you bake it. That seems like a lot of effort. Again, if you're just doing like an egg. Now, I will go to bat for this on Egg Plus. Because that can be a nice way to time out eggs Mm. with other stuff. Because occasionally yeah. that's, that's the egg is good because it's a quick cook typically, and so it it's not hard to time it with stuff. But there are certain foods that it can time out well with. But the idea of saying I shall have eggs and then baking them—that's just a pain. Because even just getting the oven up to whatever three fifty yeah. takes longer than it would take to just fry up a couple eggs on the stovetop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's for sure. Absolutely. So therefore, it was. Knocked off, didn't make it. I think the fact that he didn't make it is just not top three again for it. So yeah, that that is where we ended up in terms of our not tops. I can think of another not top, but oh, I'm yeah. worried that it's going to be high on your list. So we'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to remember this and come back. Uh, I'll bring it up. <laughs> Let Kyle be a Kyle. But thanks for holding off for the time. Yeah, I'll wait. I don't want to quell your... Your list. Yeah. All right. So then we can now dive into seven. Yep. Because that goes after eight. After the not top three. It's mm. true. Got it. Okay. It wasn't always this way, but it is now. It was wasn't. Not. And when I feel like the first couple de- guests came on after you switched the format, and I even remember listening to it, there was a lot of trepidation uncertainty about we try not to change the rules too often but sometimes they must be changed there aren't that many but yeah yeah but we are here at seven now yes and with seven we get into good classification the hard scrambled oh hard scrambled this means that your egg is Completely cooked through. There is no no jiggle. Oh. It is a higher heat. So, like, if you think about a gas stove, you're above halfway. If you think about the silly electric stove that I have to cook on, is that a five to a six? <laughs> I hate the electric stove top, which I have, too. It, it pains me so much. But it does the trick. Out of five or six, you can get to that hard scramble. This is really for the people that just, like, can't handle any sort of jiggliness to their egg. I'm not a super fan, and I'll explain more soon, but I feel like hard scrambled eggs is what people just de facto to because it's what's known on how to cook. Like, especially if you're going to a diner and they're just busting out scrambled eggs, like they're throwing it on a hot pan. They're hitting it with a bunch of, um, yeah, like little spatulas or whatever you use. <laughs> I'm using the chopping motion right now, which I realize you all can't see, but <laughs> I can hear it though. Like I, I've been to this place. Yeah. 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 
Um, and so even to the point, unfortunately, sometimes of giving a little burn to yeah. a hard scrambled, like that's, that's where I'm at. Scrambled is so easy. So that's why it came in at number seven uh, above all those other like sunny side over easy ones, because I feel like when you talk about scrambled eggs, people standard go to like, yep, that's what I want. If you don't know what your guests are going to want, it probably makes sense to go with scrambled. You just scramble right? them. It is a crowd pleaser. Yeah. There are some weird people in the world, father being included, my dad, good old Scott, with one T. Um, what? Yeah, right? I only thought Scott had uh, one T growing up my entire life. And then I met a Scott and his name had two T's. What <laughs> blasphemy is this? <laughs> Little did I then discover as I hey, met the next idea. The next Scott. I hope yeah. you called him 2T for a long time. 2T? <laughs> oh, he's a single T. Scott, single T. Your dad, yeah. My dad I'm is. talking about this other guy. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that weird Scott with two Ts. No, yeah. well, I do have an uncle that is Scott with two Ts. So, okay. Yeah. Is it just not, it was how they were classified throughout my childhood. One and two T. Yeah. And I just always thought the two T, Uncle Scott, was weird. But yeah. Apparently. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I remember him saying that when he was a kid, he hated scrambled eggs because he hated the yolk part of the egg. This is, again, so weird. But he didn't like the fact that there was no white in the egg. That is that so strange. Off. So this is just a singular person in the world. With a singular T. I With feel like the T is directly tea. related. That happens to be in my life. But <laughs> I just wanted to call it out that there are those people that apparently don't like scrambled and are going to be in the 1% when you go, it's hey, people are over. I'm going to make scrambled. Negligible. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? There are some out there that will. That's wild. He eventually got over this part of his childhood was able to expand into the scrambled eggs. You'd have to, to exist. Yeah. Like there are a lot of times where you like have breakfast provided for you. And it's, it's like, if you're not going to eat the scrambled eggs, like Like, you could just load up on sausage, but you're probably only getting two links. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that's hard scrambled for you. Yeah. Okay. And Scott with one T. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) It's, it's a world. So then the next one, this might have gotten bumped up just because I was so excited by it. And you might have to do some Googling in terms of what this actually looks like. <laughs> the way to cook these eggs is called clouds. Oh, clouds. excuse us. Clouds. <laughs> the cloud computing of eggs. Yeah, clouds. Fill, so the, fill the dead air while we Google. What yeah. this is, Stall. is basically you separate the yolk and the egg. Oh my god. The, what the, the fuck? Or the yolk and the whites. <laughs> and you whip up the whites. Like you whip them up so that they're almost really fluffy egg whites. Whoa. And then you bake that. What You the? bake the whites. And then at the last minute, you put the yolk on top of the whites and bake that a little bit longer. And then you have these like cloud puffs with a yolk in the middle. Do they do this at Bang Bang? I feel like they do this at Bang Bang. No, I literally have never seen this anywhere and I want to try it so badly Team, it looks like it looks like if you put an egg yolk on like a fluffy cloud. That's Uh, literally or Or like mashed potatoes. I was going to say, it looks like mashed potatoes. It looks like a mashed potato volcano. Yeah. Yeah. I like some of these concepts where like they've poured 
like the seasoning and stuff like right in the middle of it mm-hmm. on top of the yolk mm-hmm. on these are wild right? i need to eat one of these stat yeah wild. oh so you did some research i take it and discovered this and it just was yes. so inspiring that i was like catapulted I to I six i know I know I would I would yeah. love this if I could make this. Yeah. It looks very delicate and French. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like this is the kind of thing you would eat in Europe. Yeah. Ugh. And be European. Like, you wouldn't eat it and be an uncouth American. You'd eat it, like, as a European. Yeah. Wow. Now, there definitely is a lot of effort that goes into this. And I think, like, yeah. again, to the point of the basted egg you're not just going to go over to someone's house and be like, hey, dude, can I get some clouds? <laughs> Cloudy, bitch. <laughs> clouds. That's what I want. Come on. Yeah. But I really think I got just so enamored by these lovely pictures that I kept on seeing that the novelty of it all. This is like the epitome of craft breakfast food. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I feel like you order one of these as a like a shareable one. <laughs> yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like you get one for the table. But I feel like it would be so disappointing. You're like, oh, this is it. For it's still five an egg. People. I feel it's like this still, would be the best way to prepare egg. like an ostrich egg. Like a truly Ooh. enormous, like an enormous oh. egg would be great prepared this way. A cloud ostrich egg. This also feels like the kind of egg that our friend Allison would eat, and then Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah oh yeah that's a really good point mike this looks like the kind of egg that like begs to be photographed with a filter yeah and maybe that's like a knock on the fact that i actually haven't consumed this type of egg but i'm just getting so hyped by how <laughs> but i think looks. that's exactly what it wants to happen yeah like this egg doesn't really want to be eaten yeah. It's like, it's like the kind of egg that you stumble upon on BuzzFeed. Yes. <laughs> like, you, do you know what happens if you cook an egg in your shoe? And it's like, look at this beautiful egg. And you're like, ah, this here's is a, dumb. Here's a cloud egg. Here's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Get pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not all that, to, I mean, that's not a bad thing. No. Like it's, <laughs> I, no. I want one. I want one. Mm-hmm. Probably just one, though. Yeah. I don't think I want to spend the time making my own. Right. Absolutely not. No. And I wonder if it's because there's so much effort into making these silly things that restaurants are like, F this, not even worth it. I I also feel like this is a relatively new development in egg technology. <laughs> yeah. What genius was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to whip the eggs, but then cook them. This feels like a thing that if you got um, breakfast with your boss, they'd be like classic millennial. Like it feels like a thing that's associated 100%. with millennials. Yeah. Oh, you, you can't just eat your eggs scrambled. You need cloud. Gotta cloud them. Mm-hmm. Well, all that to say, I'm excited to try one. But like, still number six. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are clouds. The high point of my research. It was great. <laughs> Um, number five, there's actually a funny story behind this one. Number five is the over hard egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The over hard egg. And the story that I now think of any time that I hear over hard is I went to Second City here in Chicago and they were doing the bit where they go around and ask different people questions in the audience and then try to link them together or like find other people in the audience who have done that same thing. Okay. And so they went up to a man and were like, 
what'd you have for breakfast? Like, we can find someone else in the audience who has had this thing for breakfast. And the man was like, I had over hard eggs with bacon. And the two comedians were appalled. Instantly, arms up. What is an over hard egg? Like, who even does that to an egg? What are you talking? And I was so perplexed by this reaction because huh. childhood Sarah loves her eggs over hard. Like, that is the way that I wanted my eggs. Yolk all the way cooked through. And then this is maybe going to offend some of you out there in the world. Over hard eggs. Take that nice bottled ketchup. Spray it all over those puppies, and you have a beautiful breakfast. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with I'm with you. Like, I like the over hard egg. Yeah. Um, it's not my favorite egg. <laughs> um, it's a number five egg. Yeah, five seems right. Uh, you're right because you're not like you're not gonna get any of the runniness with right. this one. That's the whole point. Yeah. So if, if someone doesn't know what we're talking about, like the over hard is prepared the same way as an over easy, except that you just leave it on its face longer such that your egg your yolk cooks Cooks all all the way way through through. and you've got like that not chalky but like your yolk is solid yeah it's a little chalky this is basically like the well done meat Mm -hmm. and it's interesting how i think the meat purists and the egg purists are probably the same group of people who think that it's not a piece of meat if you don't have it rare and bleeding and a lot of egg purists would say the same it's not you know a real egg if it's not you know, kind of raw and dripping with yolk. But the realistic fact of this is most people don't really want a bloody raw piece of meat. And most people don't want a dripping, you know, wet egg. People like something a little more solid. And so I think that the over hard is like the, the sort of secret shameful pleasure of many, of many people. I I go to the over hard if I'm like trying to take a fried egg sandwich out the door with me mm. yeah. because like I'm not gonna have an over medium or over easy egg on my sandwich if I'm trying to be on the go with it like if I need to eat the sandwich in the car it has to be over hard Cook yeah that egg, get it cooked all the way through yeah absolutely yeah but I mean you don't need to be on the go to enjoy it as you just described to us it it can be enjoyed many a times. In a kitchen full of love and ketchup. <laughs> You're really serious about the, the ketchup aspect. Yeah, I, I realize that it just freaks people out sometimes. But if you are a ketchup egg person out there, represent. Feel strong. I'm a ketchup. I'm a ketchup and scrambled egg person, which mm. it's like one of my all times. But I don't do the ketchup and fried. If I, I'm going to put ketchup on my hashes. Mm. If they bleed into my eggs, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. I'm. Never, ever going to go out of my way to put ketchup on my, my eggs. Yeah. Too bad. That's where I, that's where I stand. Okay. I like ketchup. Have you ever had brown sauce? Mm, it's the, that's a British thing. Yeah, it's British. the British that's thing. British it's thing. not really, it's, people think it's barbecue, but it's, it's just brown sauce. There's no way to describe it other than to call it brown sauce. Brown sauce on eggs is two thumbs up. Saucy and brown. Oh yeah. yeah, that's that's all you can do to describe it. It's sauce and it's brown. <laughs> yeah. Good old brown sauce. Yeah. All right. Yeah, anyways, moving along. Uh, number four. I had the soft boiled, not to be confused with sister hard boiled. For our yeah. ignorant listeners, could you explain? 
And for me. Because we obviously know. No, yes. we totally know, we know, but please explain it to the crowd. Yeah. A soft boil is the idea of cooking an egg in the exact same way that you would a hard boil. Stick it in, in a hot, hot tub of water, letting it simmer through. But you just pull it out sooner. So that instead of that hmm. hard yolk inside of your your boiled egg, you got a little bit of run to it. Um, also, a soft boil is a very European thing, I think, and it sits in this little little thing, and then you tap the top of it uh, and you peel yeah, yeah, off yeah, the yeah. top of the egg, and then you scoop out. It's for fancy people. There's it's yeah. for the detective Hercule Poirot. Every time Poirot has ever been featured in film, he has one of these eggs in the little egg cup, whatever the hell it's called. He's tapping it with the spoon and just slurping it out the top. I'm almost certain Kenneth Branagh had one of those in the last uh, Poirot movie, Murder in the Orient Express. I finally had occasion to try this with Caroline several months ago. Insanely pleasant, insanely difficult, but but very pleasant. Very nice. You're not going to just shovel down a ton of soft-boiled eggs. No. You're going to have one. It's yeah. cool for that, actually. Just yet another reason why our European brethren are in better shape than us is this is a much <laughs> slower, more sophisticated way of eating one egg. Yeah. Just an egg. It feels like the kind of thing you would eat while you wait for other food to come out to your table. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you were American. Yeah. This is a precursor to your eggs plus dish. Yeah. Or the entire pig <laughs> yeah. if you're doing that kind of brunch. Yeah, can I have a soft boiled egg before my four egg omelet, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's the food yeah. my food eats. Yeah. Yeah. That's a soft boiled egg for you. Okay. But there's something about like that's still the consistency of uh, of a hard-boiled egg, like the outside white part that I really like, but then again, not overcooking the insides and giving you a little bit of juice in your in your yolk. So, all right, okay, solid number four, soft-boiled egg. That's a great number four. Yeah, I like that a lot. Which then brings us to not our honorable mentions. Nope. Not this time. Nope. Not this time. We're going into eggs plus territory. And I have a feeling that we might stay here for a while. So hold (laughs) on, people. Strap in. Buckle down. This is a wide uh, and (laughs) vast topic. This is the part where we just, it's all about the love. Like, your love of your favorite egg dish that just brings you joy. Without the pressure of needing to rank them. Exactly. Like, this is the fun part of the pod where you can just celebrate the eggs and all the joy they can bring to different dishes. Because the rest of this has been very serious. I found this to be very stressful. (laughs) Because we were, again, cuts had to be made. Yeah. Have to figure out. And that causes us to analyze very intensely, each characteristic of an egg. But we're not doing that now. We're in the happy zone. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs plus. Eggs plus. First one, just throwing it out there, is your omelet. But here's what's great about an omelet. There are so many versions of it. Make your own, baby. This is when I was going down the rabbit hole of like, oh my gosh, I could probably do a top 10 omelets. Like, like not (laughs) only for the 
things that are within an omelet. Like, you can do your good old veggie, your Greek, your, um, what is it, your cowboy, which is, like, yeah. burgers and ham. You got your western. Denver. You got Denver. your farmhouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Like, so many ingredients that can go inside of your omelet. But then there's the different ways of preparing an omelet. Yeah. You got your American. Mm-hmm. You got your French. Which I didn't even know was a thing until recently. <laughs> like the double flip, basically. So yeah. for all those listeners that are absolutely befuddled about what the heck is their difference between these types of omelets, American is if you think about a circular pan, put a bunch of eggs down, put your toppings in, flip it over, one flip, done. Okay. That's your American omelet. A French is a little more delicate. Of course it is. Um Cooked at a lower heat, you put your toppings down the middle of the pan, and then ever so gently, you fold one side over, you fold the other side over, and it's almost crepe-like. I was going to say, it sounds like crepe. Because, again, it's a French. It's a really thin Uh, pancake. Yes. Of eggs. Just say it. Just say it. The clips. The clips. Fair compromise. (laughs) The clips. Yes. So, there's the French type of omelet. But then... Those, yes, while those are well-known in Western civilization, there is a whole way of doing omelets elsewhere in the world. Most notably, which I really want to try and have not yet, the Japanese way of having an omelet. Mm. And it's, um, I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's pronounced tamagoyaki. Gesundheit. Thank you. I tried. (laughs) I apologize to any Japanese speakers out there on the pod. Help me out. Correct us if we have any, please. Yes. Yeah. yes. Use a quick please. voicemail. And then if you know how to make this type of omelet. Yeah, like, make us one. <laughs> let me yeah. know. Because what I looked up and saw is it's basically this way of like cooking a little bit of egg and folding it over itself. And then buttering the other part of the pan. And then almost like an egg roll up, if Ooh. you think about it. Like, like an egg rito. Yeah. Like a fruit roll-up. Yeah. But eggs. And so it's just all these very thin layers that are all stacked on together. That sounds fun. To make an omelet. And it looked amazing Mm. and yummy. I've also seen this, again, Japanese egg way of creating a very runny center of an omelet and then putting over fried rice and then cutting it over and it just splooshes everywhere. Oh. Oh my god. Like fried these, rice and eggs. These processes sound so technical that only the Japanese could perform them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's definitely intense. But those are just omelets. Yeah. Like, when when I say eggs plus, what are you guys thinking? Well, for me, I think the omelet sits in a unique space because an omelet, let's say you just you throw in an omelet and you cook it and you don't put any additional pluses mm-hmm. in there. Isn't that technically a different way to prepare an egg than scrambling it? Yeah. This is true. I think that the omelet, in no sense, could can, could actually be eligible for our, our egg by itself list. Because if I cook an omelet for you, and I don't put anything else in it, and I serve it to you, like it's clearly an omelet. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly not scrambled eggs. Mm. I would never... I've never heard of anyone doing that. Like, you're at least going to put cheese in there. You gotta... But it's the whipping of the eggs that happened before an omelet. Right? Like, it's a different process than scrambling. 
it's well, it's the same whipping process, That's but true. like you're not a scrambled egg. Like you're not. It's not a sheet of egg. It's egg. a bunch of yeah. uh, scrambled eggs. Even uh, you might say. I don't know. I think that the the uh, like maybe because you would never do this, it's not worth discussing. But I think I think the omelet. Could cont- could be eligible for. Our, I, that's our where I would land on this. I would say theoretically it could, but I would land on you never would. Yeah, it would be like uh, it'd be strange. It'd be like a pizza. It would be like a uh, like a pizza with nothing on it, no cheese, no toppings, nothing. I think that that exists. It's like a white pizza or something or whatever <laughs> the that bread. is. But yeah. it's gross. Like, what's the point? Yeah, it's no fun for me. Like the the eggs plus like I like. Um, like a frittata, which is a little different mm. than a, an omelet. Yeah, I like. I used. I used to make a dish a lot. I haven't done it in a while. My mom showed me how you. Um, you basically like you beat a bunch of eggs, whip them up, and then you put them in a pan, and you line the bottom of the pan with like the Pillsbury rolls, mm-hmm. and then you put like ham, diced ham, and peppers and stuff on top of it, and you bake it, and then the eggs kind of like form around the the pastry mm-hmm. that's really good i consider that an eggs plus dish we already talked about shakshuka that's like my one of my favorite things to cook for dinner for those following along at home it's literally just you make up a tomato sauce which is like tomato puree diced onions jalapenos and then it's like you can go crazy with the spices i go cumin chipotle like a lot of hot stuff and you get it a boiling on the stove it's like boiling frothy sauce and then you just drop your eggs in there, and they cook, and you've got this like bloody hellish kind of mixture that goes really well with bread. Highly recommend. Yeah, that's a wonderful dish, and not all that complicated. Like you said, it's great to unge. Get a nice yeah. crusty bread and just. Mm-mm. The important thing is, if you're gonna make that, you're gonna need a spatter guard. <laughs> yeah, just watch out. You're True. gonna need a spatter guard, unless you want to look like you just killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> A related dish that's good is just red sauce. Like if somebody has leftover spaghetti sauce from a Sunday pasta meal, you just poach some eggs in there just like shakshuka. Delicious. That's mine and my dad's favorites and one that I love. That's nice. Other good eggs plus would just be all the omelet stuff. I like, I call it garbage eggs. Leftovers. You just, leftovers and eggs. Whatever you want to do with them, you just throw them in a pan and cook them. That's like one of my all-time favorite meals is garbage eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a couple other ones that I had. Um, the quiche. Oh, yeah. Pizza again. The the quiche, as my friend Cody would say. Mm-hmm. Um, friend of the pod, Cody. We know him well. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod. The devil's egg. What's the devil's egg? Like... You know, where you make hard-boiled eggs, and then you take out the yolks, and then you beat them up with, like... Oh, d- deviled eggs! Yeah. I did that one. I hadn't had a deviled egg. <laughs> I didn't eat a deviled egg it's until... the devil's egg. The devil's eggs. I didn't have one of those until months ago, and now it's my favorite bar food. There's nothing I like more out at a bar, because it's become... No, it's become a fancy, like, deconstructed deviled eggs. Like a fried deviled egg? Or just a normal deviled like egg. Like a normal deviled egg. Like this is this is now a picker at a lot of restaurants where you get like upscale American food or, you know, tapas or whatever. Yeah. Um check it out. Like where they'll do pickled onions and shit like that. Mm. Okay. A lot of them will do a deviled egg and it's delicious. Hmm. Pro tip, if you're gonna make deviled eggs at home, 
apparently put your eggs and lay them out on their sides instead of standing up in the carton the night before, and that will center the yolk. So that ah. when you hard boil the egg, you have a centered yolk to like put your stuff back in. Wow, that's that is a yolks. pro tip. Yeah. I stole it only. off the internet from some actual chef, but you know, <laughs> what a great tip. Pro throwing it out there. Yeah, thanks, Martha. Um, probably. What else did I have? Oh, eggs Benedict. Yeah, yeah, that's Allegis's favorite egg. Yeah, you know, hollandaise is a very special thing, and sometimes I like it, and sometimes I don't. But I understand. I think that was actually Julia Roberts' favorite egg too. In Runaway Bride, which kind of blows my mind because clearly does not fall into our eggs category. It is eggs plus. Because you do need an English muffin. Yes. Yeah. And like the hollandaise socks, yeah. which is critical. Um, but so that's that's an eggs plus. I got in here like a good hash, like making a hash. Yep. Um, and also like egg drop soup I put Ooh. in. Ooh. That's a great, that's an all time feeling sick meal. Yeah. yeah. That just egg drop soup makes me happy. Yeah. So comforting. Because it's just all frothy and goodness. And then you just get an egg in there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. So, yeah, those are my big. Oh, the one other thing that I had is apparently a smoked egg. So you can, like, grill eggs. But if you think about a charcoal, whatever the grill, and then you put it kind of on the grill and then smoke it out. What? With the charcoal. Okay. Apparently, that's a way that you can cook. It's not like hard boiling because it's not with water, but yeah. you get this really smoky taste. Huh. I've never done it, but... Sounds um, kind of fun. I was like, okay. Where would the scotch egg fall on here? Mm. Number one. <laughs> Number one honorable no. mention that's an egg quadruple plus <laughs> yeah <laughs> that doesn't even fall into the egg plus because it's so ridiculous but the scotch egg is just a magnificent treat i love it for those of you who've <laughs> never had a scotch egg before now keep me honest kyle and mike but you basically <laughs> to describe take, making this is just so wonderful you take an egg you basically soft boil it maybe a medium boil yeah and then you form around it an encasing of meat. Yep. Normally like a ground beef, yeah. ground pork, ground chuck, something along those lines. And then you deep fry that. Yep. Yeah. Creating a little baby egg encased in this beautiful voluptuous orb. Distinct- it's a meat yeah. orb. It's distinctly orb. British. Yeah. Oh, it's magnificent. Or Scottish, I guess. It's like if yeah. you were to be hungover. Nothing could nothing could be a riskier but mm. more possibly restorative food than mm. a scotch egg, and I assume that's where it came from. Like some guy played thirty six holes of golf in Scotland, <laughs> super hungover, like oh, what am I gonna eat? And invented the scotch egg and was totally cured, and then played thirty six more holes of golf. Yeah, so. That that should have been number one in the honorable mentions here. Yeah, but it it just doesn't count because it's just so it's many just, steps removed from the natural state of the egg. Yeah, yeah, it gets wild. Yeah. Anyway, egg plus. Would yeah. love to hear all of your egg pluses. Yes, please. Because there are many more. Yes, mm-hmm. let us know. Please down down to try all the extra egg egg fun. 
So we'd be curious to see what's out there. Anyway, we're going to top that off for now. Yeah. And move in to the medal round. Let's do it. Also, I would like to make a note that while recording this podcast, I realized that I actually left off an egg from this list that was originally put into my list. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We'll see if you can figure out what that was. Maybe we'll put it in later. That's why we reorder. Yeah. Good thing, because this one definitely wasn't perfect the first time around. So <laughs> re- ready for ready for the, the fun to come. But we'll get those last three out there right now, with number three being the over medium. So this will sit right perfectly on a burger, perfectly on a sandwich. You get just enough, a little, a little, little egg juice, a little bit of something to pick up, a little bit of mush into your fingers, but like not as crazy as a sunny side, not as hard as over hard, Mm -mm. just perfect in between. I'm an over medium man. I I feel like that's maybe like stating the obvious because I'm sure most people are, but over medium is just a wonderful egg. It's been my staple for a long time. I've come to enjoy the runnier egg a little bit more as I've gotten older, but the over medium is just, it's versatile. As you said, it's tasty. It's simple. It's the easiest one to make, easiest one to eat. It's great. This is a utility egg. Utility egg, for sure. Does the trick. It's the Ben Zobrist of eggs. Or the Don Kelly, if Jeff is listening. Yeah. I want to be corrected again. (laughs) I would say it's actually harder to cook than the over hard, because, like... Oh, yeah. You have to pay a little more attention. Yeah, Um, but we're assuming this is a good over hard. I can make a shitty over hard really easily. That's true. I feel like there's more room for error on a hard over hard. I agree. But you're right, like, this is all of the advantages of a over-easy, but one that you can put on anything, right? So it's far more broader application than the over-easy. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a for sure top three-er. Mm-hmm. Just, just great. Um, but not as great. <laughs> not as great as this number two, which I did mention before I would bring up Bringing it up now, this is a soft scramble. Mm-hmm. Wow, number two. This is this is amazing. What an upset to have this as number two. Soft scramble, and the reason that it is sitting at number two is because well, I just love number one, but it is so high on this list because it is something I never knew about until recently. I was staying with good friend Isabel. Who you both know. Shouts to Isabel. Shoutouts mm-hmm. to Isabel. And she was doing the lovely hostess thing of cooking eggs in the morning. And when she was cooking the scrambled eggs, she asked, are you okay with the eggs, the scrambled eggs being a little runny? And I was like, what? <laughs> she goes, some people get a little weirded out by it, yeah. but it's technically, again, talking about those French people, the French correct way to scramble an egg at a very low heat very very low heat constant stirring but where you just get almost a fluffiness to it they're much fluffier than their hard hard counterparts a lot of fluffiness to it and then just not even a run but a nice moisture 
mm-hmm. to the scramble as well. And that, she gave it to me. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, let's let's just do it. She put it down in front of me, and I was like, oh. And now, anytime <laughs> I cook scrambled eggs for people, I'm like, if you hear sizzling when you put the eggs onto the pan, that is wrong. That yeah. is absolutely wrong. That is not how you should be scrambling an egg. It's like this very gentle, fluffy way of scrambling an egg. Slow and low, baby. Yeah, and I am on board on that train 100%. This is the perfect scrambled egg to put on toast. Mm, yes. Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah. It just There's more volume to it. There's more texture to it. I, it's interesting. I would love to get the average number of eggs consumed in each of these styles. And I think mm-hmm. that the scramble, the soft scramble, is probably the one where you actually eat the most individual eggs. But at the same time, I think that you can stretch an egg as far as in this style as anything of, as any other style. Like, I do yeah. think you ultimately eat more eggs, but I think one soft scrambled egg goes pretty darn far. Right. You just get so excited. And I'm thinking about just the sheer volume of a soft scramble versus a hard scramble. Hard scramble just gets all almost shriveled up and tight and small. And you can just eat one one of those eggs in two seconds. Where, again, soft scramble just has a little bit more to it. Has those curves. Has that little bit of a something something. Yeah. I think it makes it so much better. Yeah. I'm now thinking I can't help it, but the the hard scramble is like a it's an old man. It's like an old man's testicles. It's just okay, kind of wow. it's kind of gross and dry and all shriveled up, and it's a little nasty, right, Kyle? Uh, that's not what I would have. Uh, that's not how I would have described them, but I think I see where you're coming from. <laughs> that's that's what I'm picturing. Whereas the soft scramble, it's more supple. You know, it's like a young man's testicles. What's number one, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Moving to number one, then. Guys, you've got me up. I'm up so much past my bedtime right now. That's true. I've been stretching my... I have restless legs up the yin-yang. I can't even stay still at all. I'm doing my damnedest to think about eggs right now. <laughs> I did see Mike's eyes slowly close at one point on the other side. No, no, but this is like... nothing. Nothing could possibly match. I actually slept through most of our podcast with, J- with Derek talking about beach activities and it was wonderful there's nobody on this planet i enjoy more than derek and it just was difficult for me so this is this is nowhere near that in terms of challenge but i will say i'm thinking about testicles more than i want to be it's close to bedtime (laughs) well good thing for you mike you know where we're at yeah we're we're at number one we're at number one buddy i think i know what we're at yeah and uh number one my go-to all-time egg, which I think is going to stir up a lot of controversy here on this pod, it's the poached egg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. The poached egg. Like, I remember the first time that my family got one of those tins that you can poach an egg in. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's multiple ways that you can poach eggs, right? Like, there's a standard way of just swirling up water and kind of dropping an egg in and then letting the the water cook that egg but there's a lot of technicality to it or you can do the 
cheat way, which is there's these little pans, and you just basically put yeah. the egg in there and then put it over some water. They're neat little contraptions. Yeah, it's pretty great. And, like, 10-year-old Sarah was in love. <laughs> and then my parents realized how much I liked poached eggs, and we upgraded from, like, a two-egg poach pan to a three-egg poach pan, and that was game-changer. Um, but it has all the goodness of hard-boiled, soft-boiled eggs, like the egg white, the part of that cook and kind of that texture of an egg white, which I loved, but still the moistness and the runniness that you can get on it with um, a soft-boiled egg with, I think, less difficulty, more versatility, and you can even, like, put one of these on a sandwich and you'll kind of get that that over-easy, over-medium behavior mm-hmm. like on a nice biscuit or something or you can just eat them alone goes well on toast as well it just has always been an egg that is near and dear to my heart and because of its versatility it's if you have the pan easeability in terms of cooking um it came in at number one for me so I think that the poached egg ultimately to me is slightly less of a utility egg than numbers two and three, the scramble mm. and the over medium. Mm. I am inclined to plunk it at like number three because the okay. poached egg is a shoot for the moon egg. It's a wonderful egg. I, I yeah. happen to quite like the poached egg. I like to poach eggs in many different substances, including like pasta sauce, but that's outside of the scope of this discussion. But the poached egg is wonderful, but I just think it loses points because it's not quite as versatile or as flexible as numbers two and three right now. But I'm totally with you on the love and the joy of the poached egg. <laughs> I I can definitely get behind that. This is a lot of personal bias yes. playing into this list. And you know, like, we heard it in spices. I'm going to bring it again in eggs. <laughs> this is what it is where it's at. Love based by Sarah, but understandably, I see the need to knock it down. I just think because, like, I would never make a poached egg, a set of poached eggs for a general group of people. Yeah, that's like, a good. That's a good thought process. Yeah. yeah. Like, if yeah. you have friends over, you're not going to poach eggs, but yeah. you might poach eggs for yourself. Yeah. Or if it's just you and one other person, or like, you know, if you know that a person likes poached eggs, the ease with which, with which they're cooked is actually high. Like, you can do it, and it's not, like, that much yeah. of an ordeal. Right. It's, I think you just, you nailed it. It's the utility nature uh, of it. Of a bigger group. All right. Well, so the egg that I actually forgot to put on this list, which I'm assuming you, you have figured out. I think so. What do you think it is? I I thought we would definitely talk about the hard-boiled egg. Yeah, I completely left it off. (laughs) (laughs) We were at about, like, number seven, and I started looking at my list, and then the list of eggs that I put out to make my top ten list, and I went, hang on. Wait a minute. Something's funky. I think that the hard-boiled egg, though, comfortably is, like, 11. I Uh, think that... It's a low egg. Yeah, I consider the hard-boiled egg a just-outside the top eggs egg. Huh. I don't know if I would like flip it out with a basted or an over easy. Like it, it goes well if you're making salads, right? Like if you're making salads and you need an egg to go on top of your salad, like solid hard boiled egg. If you're just like 
again, grabbing something to go, hard-boiled egg. Like, you don't have the mess of the, the soft-boiled. There's not a little... It's more straight to the point, very useful. I think for that reason, they belong on the list. I think yeah. they belong higher than soft-boiled eggs, because oh, you see them more often. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just think, like, like, they function as a snack. Like, you'll see people with hard-boiled eggs, like, in an office setting, or, like... Yeah. Like, they're easy to to have around and they're easy to prep ahead of time i think they're absolutely disgusting (laughs) but i think they belong on this list and i think they belong around the middle of it just to the the commonality of seeing them Mm. but so if we're bringing hard-boiled in who are we kicking out i feel like we're probably kicking the basted egg out yep i think that's that's down for the count it was either the basted or for me i think the cloud could be no kind of on like a technicality not a technicality but just like a, a rarity it's like seeing it it's like putting a unicorn on a list of horses it is a unicorn. Like, <laughs> so uh i've never seen one but um I, i'm fine with removing basted i've never really gotten the fact excited that i about couldn't today. fully describe to you how it was cooked or what it was i think is a telling sign yeah although i bet that the I bet that our familiarity with the cloud egg increases henceforth. Like I think we're going to hear about the cloud egg a lot after we do this. First I think you. I think on the pod. I think you've stumbled upon a trend. Yeah. Like this Great. is going to be in a lot of trendy restaurants. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ready for so that. So we can leave it on there. Okay. So then, I think as I look over this egg again, or er, this egg, this <laughs> egg, this list of eggs, I'm. Less tied, as much as I love it, to my overheart as well. Like, I'm kind of taking a look at this. I think, I think that's a good spot for overheart. You think? I think that I think the sunny side up probably moves up a little bit, just because that's like what I was thinking. when you think of eggs, like oftentimes sunny side up yeah. is kind of the first one that pops to mind. Right. Yeah. Um, I think just for its notability. Yeah, but we can start. I think the soft scramble is number one. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I think that the over medium is number two. Yep, I agree. Do you want to go poached at three? I do. Okay, I can live with that. We might lose it if we don't get poached up there. Kyle, you mentioned hard boiled. I'd be fine with that at four. What do you think? So that that's the back and forth that I keep on going. Like, I love a soft boil because it just tastes so good. And it's so amazing to have as an experience. But, like, when it comes to hard-boiled eggs, those things are those things are the workhorse of eggs, mm-hmm. right? Like, those do what you need them to do. They're, yeah, that's a good way to put it. They're like a, they're like an ox. They, like, yeah. get the job done. They don't necessarily do it very pretty. And they're kind of disgusting. <laughs> so, as, as much Smell. as I, like... Yeah, as much as I I feel like there's not necessarily a lot of nuance with a hard-boiled egg, just yeah. because of its impact. It is what it is. It is yeah. what it is, and it is number four. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, type that one in, because I yeah. didn't even make it. Whoops. It feels a little strange to have soft-boiled right next to hard-boiled. Yeah. It feels weird, but I think it's right. I think it's the right thing to do, though. Yeah. yeah. Which would then put the next bunch as overhard, cloudy. Yep. Cloudy. Your hard scramble, 
But we want to bop up Sunnyside. Wait, we forgot Sunnyside. We need Sunnyside. I, would, I think we should move Clouds back behind Hard Scramble and Sunnyside. I think it goes over hard, Sunnyside, Hard Scramble, Clouds. Over hard. Over hard, Sunnyside, Hard Scramble, Clouds. clouds. Which would have over easy rounding it out. Yeah. How does that look to you? How do the optics of that strike you? I feel good. I like that. Um, I, the only now that I'm actually looking at it, though, I would possibly put Sunny Side up over Over Hard. Nope, nope. I take that back. As it just came out of my mouth, mm, zip it right back in because <laughs> because of the I'm putting this on a sandwich and walking out the door. Yeah, it's the same argument of like the hard boiled over the soft boiled. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree. That that's what leaves us boiled eggs over fried eggs. Hard over soft. You kept us out of a nice logic trap there. Yes, thank you. No <laughs> infinite loops here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like what we've done is uh, constructed a top ten list of the definitive best ways to prepare eggs with no other outside ingredients. That's what it feels like to me, baby. I think I think we've done it, folks. Do you want to recite the list, Sarah? I will take us through this. So at, at number ten, where she came in and where she's exiting, we have our good old over easy. Yep. Coming in, then dropping dropping some ranks from original spot, but still loved and so much hype. We have <laughs> our clouds. Hype. All the hype. Most promising entry on the list. Yes. Again, shoot some comments out there. If you've actually experienced yeah, this in yeah. your life, is it as good as we think it would be? Yeah. Hit us up, are Allison. We, yeah. yeah are we overshooting sure. the moon on this one? Hopefully not. I really do hope not. Yeah. Um, but just above that is your your best friend, the hard scrambled, which again, if if you got someone out there in your life that has a hard scrambled, stick to it, but encourage them to go soft in the future. <laughs> just leave that right there. Anyway, moving up past our not top threes. Uh, into number seven, which comes before eight. Math, guys. Is our sunny side up. Damn straight. Just so sunny. And then hard over soft again. Got our over hard, hard egg sitting in at number six. Number five is our soft boiled, very European. Mmm. Enchante. Oh, so excellent. With number four, it's hard-boiled egg sitting right there on top of it. Moving into, then, our medal round. Gotta love these three. Poached, winner in my heart. But number three in the definitive top ten list. With an actual, we did fall into a logic trap, guys. We have soft scrambled over hard. But, you know. I think it's different. Whatever. Uh, we're because like, into it. Because you're probably not like gonna take a scrambled egg on the go anyways. Yeah. True. Like good point. This this is one that I choose to enjoy and I choose to have my absolute nuance and fluffiness and everything that can go into a soft scrambled egg. Love. Number two. There you go. With that was technically number one and I just ruined everything. <laughs> Soft scramble. Yeah, yeah. I got so excited about <laughs> soft scramble. <laughs> Screw the old radio. Losing it. Sorry, pod listeners. I just ruined it. Take that. Cut it over. If we were fancy, we would do it. But I'll tell you, number two is the over medium. Still great. Still awesome. Use 
you just do it all over the place. Eggs, sandwiches, plain, over medium will do your job. And then replay everything that I just said 30 seconds ago for a good old soft scrambled, and you'll have your top 10 list. Just like that. Just like that. There it is. Amazing. There it is. A little stumble, trip, and fall into a finale, but we made it here, and Mike's still awake, so I can say that. That, This is a victory. This is a victory on all fronts. We have a list, a beautiful list. We almost got it right at the end. I'm awake. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of wins for the team. There's a lot of wins for the team. (laughs) Yeah. And we have clouds in our future. Yeah, good point. Clouds are coming. Alright. Well, that, thanks for having me again, guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you for just telling me, like, hey, I've got another list and I'm coming on. Like, I love that. I would, I would like more of that. Um, I was very happy to get you back on again. You attack these with very, uh, very serious intent, which I appreciate. Yeah, agreed. And you alluded to this earlier, but don't forget that Kevin McLeod put together the Stanky Beats, introing our podcast overall and the Not Top 3 music. And if you like our, our artwork, you can see more of that kind of thing at Sant Design on Instagram. Aaron Aaron Sant put those together. Yeah, and as I like to mention, we've got all kinds of social media stuff. I want to mention, so Kyle sure. mentioned this, we should be giving a shout out to our social media director. So our social media director is actually my fiance, Caroline. We were going to wait to announce my engagement until she came back onto the show, but she has mysteriously disappeared from appearing on the show. So I'm announcing it. Congratulations to me. Yeah. Uh, th- you did it, Mike. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Car- Congrats, Caroline. Thanks. Converted longtime girlfriend Caroline to short-time engagement Caroline. Yes. Short-time engagement Caroline uh, is our social media director and has been doing a truly wondrous job on everything but our Twitter. Our She's Twitter amazing. Our Twitter sucks, but... Yeah. Our Instagram is great. Our Facebook group is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you can check us out on all these things at top10km, uh, top10km at Gmail, top10 with Kyle and Mike Facebook group, top10km on Instagram, on Twitter. Shout us out. Mention us. Send us an email with a topic you want to do, you want us to do, anything like that. And if you want to check us out on any of the other podcast services out there, we're on Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, pretty much wherever you can get podcasts. Excellent. I think that's that. Thanks, team. There you go, guys. Good All work, right. Sarah. Peace.